Hello and welcome to Between the Mountains podcast. This is an episode that about Bar- Barcelona, and it's from the YouTube channel that I uh, I've set up, but I don't have a laptop good enough to edit any videos yet, so it's on hold at the moment. I refer to it as being Wondercast, uh, and I also mention subscribing and thumbs up on the video. So if I do, if you hear that, ignore it. Uh, although on that note, if you do want to subscribe or follow the podcast now, you are more than welcome to. Also, if you listen to the earlier episodes, this is uh, this is going to come up sometime after episode five. This is a name change. We are now called Between the Mountains Travel Podcast. So just Between the Mountains. So if you like it, let me know. Uh, you can get me on Instagram, we at, which is at Weekend Backpacking. But otherwise, I'll just let it play. This is my podcast, my very first podcast I ever did, so just please excuse me if I'm not perfect, but um, it's with uh, my good friend Anthony talking about Barcelona. Thank you very much. Welcome to Wondercast, which will be the first episode we do. Today we are going to be talking about Barcelona with Anthony here. Hello. Um, so Barcelona, how was it? It was, it was brilliant. A lot better than I thought, actually. Hot. <laughs> it was hot and we went we went in the summer or sort of in the beginning of the summer so um and being a beach city very different to a lot of other city breaks okay i think yeah i suppose it would be actually yeah yeah because a lot of city breaks you know when you think of prague etc you think of the walking around in the city but where it's so on the beach and because of the olympics a few years ago they've totally renovated the beach so it's got free it's got sort of free um beach ball pitches to use it's got so much but a bit of that nice. <laughs> but then it's got and absolutely so the beaches are got loads of bars on them and it's really done up really nicely actually nice Nice. So overall, loved it then. A little bit different from a normal city break. I mean, I mean, fewer cyclists. So mm. there's a lot of cyclists. A bit in the city, they've got their equivalent of the old Boris bikes. Yeah. So they've they've got <laughs> that equivalent. My friend used that, and he went up and down the beach for a bit. Um, we'll talk later, but he went on a bike ride as well. But there's there's cyclists, but not yeah, it's nowhere near as many as Amsterdam because I think uh, the the public transport there, the underground is, is a lot better than somewhere like Amsterdam. It's only got about three stops. We walked a lot of places, but it's bigger than somewhere like Amsterdam, so you do have to use public transport rather than um, somewhere like that. But yeah. Did you did you leave uh, did you leave Barcelona much at all? Did you did you venture outside or did you do the whole the whole trip inside the city? No, so we did most of the trip inside the city. Okay. And then we spent um, uh, we went to different areas of the city because like I said it's quite a big city. But we went on one tour that was absolutely fantastic. We went um, up to Montserrat, mm-hmm. which is like a monastery uh, up in the mountains. And then we also, that same day, we went to a, a, a vineyard as well. So like, we went on like, a wine tour and then we went to Montserrat and that, that was beautiful. Nice. Get out in the countryside a little bit. Absolutely. See some, yeah. some choir boys sing. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I recently went to Italy and we went, we went to Naples, and, which is like real life Gotham. Um, awful and then we went to Rome and we spent just four nights in each eatery which is in the Italian countryside and it was Mm. I imagine it was the same thing it was just nice to escape streets and and sort of the the city culture absolutely and up in the mountains even when you're on the coach I know you're stuck in a coach that's not always nice but going up in the mountains and and just seeing the the views and like you said a city and streets it can be a fair bit enclosing sometimes how long were you away for? So we were for eight, uh, seven nights, eight days, um, all in all, um, which that was one thing actually I thought when I booked Amsterdam, Barcelona and was telling everyone I'm going to Barcelona, I think people consider it like a long weekend break. Yeah. And that's what I kept on getting people say, oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It all depends what you're into, but like we spent a lot of time, so we went to go see stuff like we went to see two live football matches which, you know, is your, your day then, isn't it? Because it's the build-up, yeah. a few beers, and then watching the football yeah. match. Um, <laughs> and then we, we... But I think there's plenty to do if you want to stay long, uh, like we did, longer than a long weekend, even if you're not into your, your sport or your football. Um, because I do think there were so many museums. There's so many, we, we did not even do um, a, a Las Ramblas, which is like the really famous part where all the tourists go. It's like a street and all the bars. We went there on the last day, and that was it. And that's the area everyone goes to. Mm. So, I mean, and that goes to say, I think, the fact we spent our whole holiday not going to that part and only went there the last day shows that there is so much more you can do. The time you were away for, was was that enough? Or do you wish you had more time? Or, or did you find yourself prolonging the days because you were... 
you were there for longer? I think it depends what sort of holiday. Like, you probably could pack a lot more in. Mm. Um, or you could pack what we did in fewer days. But yeah. I think the important part with our holiday is where I hadn't seen my friend I went with for a long time, we wanted to just that downtime. Yes. And so we, I spent, me and him spent a day where we were literally sat at a bar on the beach, a couple of cocktails, and we were there for five hours just sat there chilling out. Which I think sometimes when you go on these short weekends, mm. you're like, right, we have to do this. We, we, you, yeah. you, the itinerary and you're there doing this, 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 this. this. I've got a few of those coming up. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, sometimes it's nice because you, you get to explore a place, you know, in a short amount of time. But having that time to chill out yeah. feels more like a holiday, you know, like when you actually yes. go away and you can relax. Yeah. Talk to why, why did you go to Barcelona? Yeah. Well, I went to Barcelona because I have a friend that I met at university and he has a job that takes him all over the world. And now he lives, he actually lives in Switzerland and I hadn't seen him. So we went on holiday. This was back in 2017. We went to Barcelona. Mm. Um, so for us, it was an opportunity rather than sort of meet up for a couple of beers when he comes over to see his mum in England. Yeah. We thought it was an opportunity. He loves traveling. Um, uh, he's never been to Barcelona. He lived in Madrid for a bit. Yeah. Um, so I actually thought, because he lived in Madrid for two years, I expected him to know Spanish. He knew not a word. I oh, knew God. more Spanish than him. So that was, that was me sitting there going on holiday with a bloke I thought would know, you know a lot of words and stuff. <laughs> did not know any. Uh, it's cerveza, that's all you need to know. <laughs> cerveza, por favor. Yeah, uh, grande. Uh, but, um, but so we went on holiday there. So it's quite nerve-wracking because I hadn't, I hadn't seen him for a while when you, people change... change um, I thought, are you going to sort of get along? Yeah. And I went straight to the hotel and then uh, hung out, walked down to the beach because our hotel was a couple of hundred metres from the beach. Um, that's nice. And that's why we booked the hotel we did because I think lots of people, again, stay in the, the city, you know, the, the main area, which is it's still close to the beach, being a beach place, but we were literally just a walk away, which was um, absolutely fantastic to, to get to, you know, to get to the sun. Before you talk us through the rest of day one and any other interesting events that happened, the hotel you found, what, what was it called? What was its rating? Where did you find it? Was it a good price? Did you wish you'd gone, uh, gone to a different website or somewhere else? So I booked the holiday through Expedia. Okay. Um, as a package? As a package. Okay. As the flights and the, uh, the, flights and okay. the hotel. So at all protected. In the case of BA pilots, I had no strike. Okay. The one negative aspect of booking a holiday via that okay. is I had to phone up because my mate couldn't do the dates. I had to phone up to change the dates. Right. And when I phoned Expedia, they changed for the dates for the hotel. But it was only me realising they hadn't changed the dates for the flights. <laughs> if you don't change your dates, it, it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, um, so I ended up, I found this one, it was called Hotel Four. And okay. it was a four-star hotel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you kind of pigeonholed yourself into that. <laughs> but I think... They couldn't go five-star now, could they? <laughs> no, no. But I think it's more of a business hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so there weren't many tourists staying there. It was lots of business people, but it was really near the beach. It wasn't, I'd say, in a tourist area. Um, next to us, funny enough, was actually a graveyard. Uh, but, <laughs> nice. uh, but, but it was different because I don't know, um, talking about the hotel and the location, the graveyard, I didn't realise. So if you go somewhere like New Orleans, they have their crypts above the ground okay. because of all the flooding. Oh, right. Okay. Um, to, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's the same in Barcelona because the graveyard's so near the beach, all the crypts right. are above the ground. Oh, okay. And so that was interesting. We wouldn't have learned well, that I mean, if we didn't. Some nice, maybe tomb architecture. <laughs> it did look it does, like for the tourists. It does actually look quite nice. But the hotel was absolutely lovely. We didn't book breakfast because I think breakfast uh, somewhere like that worked out an extra eight euros each. I just think personally, someone like that. Me and my friend liked going for you know a coffee and a croissant, and you can go anywhere, can't you? Yeah. And, and it only costs a couple of euros as well most places. Yes. Uh, but no, so that's where the hotel was. and it, But I have to say the hotel was fantastic. The absolute, you know, a clean room is something you always want. Yeah. But um, the, the beds were lovely. Uh, we had a, a safe in, in the room. We had a fridge in the room, uh, which these are all positives. And not like um, a mini, mini bar, you know, not one with stuff you end up having to pay. This was just yeah. a fridge for your use. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, which was, was a massive bonus because we just kept, you know, a couple of beers in there, a couple of bottles of water. Yeah. It was a lot cheaper than I thought. A lot cheaper. Really? Yeah, I thought it was going to be extortion. So I took spending... And is that coming thinking, away from the seafront or is that including the seafront? Uh, the touristy bits are more pricey than... Um, and the, the seafront bits are more pricey than 
other areas, but okay. they didn't shock me. So I think the most expensive sort of large beer we paid for was about five euros fifty. But to me, being the most expensive, that's not, that's bad. not bad in a touristy area. Um, St. Patrick's Day in Cardiff was £5.60 yes. for a bottle of Budweiser. So yeah, and that's, that's actually not bad pricing. And that was the most, the, the parts we went to, the more, yeah, the, the different bars and that we went to, we were paying like four euros for a very large, and, and their measures are different to us. So it's not a pint, it's actually more than a pint. It's perfect, perfect. Um, a pro tip as well, uh, you talk about changing your dates. Yeah. Uh, they do charge money. Um, I just booked a holiday to Norway. This is a tip for you all out there. One you definitely would not have thought of already, which is make sure you put your proper name on your flight details. Yeah. That is on your passport because I had to pay a £120 charge to change my name from Chris to Christopher on my passport. So that's... Rubbish, isn't it? Absolutely. Rubbish. It's not so, yeah, that was, that was quite not great that was that was a late night mistake i should have slept and then booked the tickets but i just thought they're gonna go up in price so you arrived uh anything else on day one at all so we went to this restaurant and then we actually went on a night out in an area called um a, a port olympic which i think during the day you've got loads of like turkish restaurants shisha bars etc and at night it turns into um like turkish nightclubs uh which is it's a bit rough and ready um, and be prepared, but uh, <laughs> but so we went there on the night, and then we just sort of went back to the hotel and slept. Nice, it's a perfect day one sorted. Uh, let's get into day two. So, so what was the plan there? Day two was very much because, uh, like I mentioned before, we hadn't seen each other in a while, so we actually allocated day two to chill out, and that was the day um, nice. we did sit at the beach for most of the day. Played a bit of beach volleyball with some uh, local ladies. I'm surprised I didn't confuse you for one of them, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Come no, go down wearing your bikini, then yeah. you blend right in. <laughs> but that was that was uh, particularly fun. But uh, so any particular recommendation at all? Any any place that you went that was? So those the food. Uh, we just went to the one nearest us, uh, and that's the only one we ate at. Uh, I know a couple of beaches down. There's like um uh, sort of the the gay friendly area. Mm-hmm. So anyone in sort of the LGBTQ community, mm. if they want, there's a there's a bar there and that specialises in all that. If they don't, you know, nice. if they want to feel more comfortable, um, yeah. But yeah. the bar we were at, no, um, it's mainly like I said, it was just some lounges. My friend brought a book, I just bought some music, and we just sat there for most of the day, um, just just chilling out, chilling out down the beach. Um, in the evening, he, my friend, had told me it's not a thing particular with southern Spain or Barcelona. Mm-hmm. It's more of a northern Spain thing, but. It, I don't know if you've ever had a Spanish cider. Um, no. So Spanish cider <laughs> is just cider or cidra or whatever. Uh, but they pour it's it. French, yeah. Yeah, but you pour it in a particular way. You have to hold the glass behind your back, and then you pour it over your shoulder into the glass, <laughs> and you only nice. drink it sips at a time. And the idea is um, pouring it sort of gets the flavours moving, and you know, so it tastes different. And the positioning is just marketing, I guess. But that was, you know. I recommend a Spanish cider bar because we, we were the only ones drinking cider in there, funny enough, because it was a bar in a touristy area, a lot of the people, but we were all in tapas, we had flaming chorizo, so they were bringing us out this chorizo, which was on fire, and you had to sort of cook yourself, and um, so yeah, and that's what we did in the evening, and then again walked back, and that was actually about, it was a lot, at night time it works out long, it was about two and a half miles from our hotel, and we walked back, and went, you know, it, it feels a lot longer after a day of, of walking, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely fun. Yeah. Into day three. So what is big in Barcelona is sort of Gaudi. Okay. And that's a lot of his art. Yes. Um, so in the city, they've got things like Casa Mila, Casa Baltito, and it's like the buildings he's done in this. So we thought we'd visit those in mm. the centre, take some photos. What I love about his architecture is it's mad. It's so, so different. And it's not, you know, you get... In the, I think in England we get so much culture when it comes to buildings and mm. there's so much historic buildings and you get you know the old Roman ruins and you get castles and you get this um, but it's so it, we'd consider that sort of architecture so modern because it's mm. really quirky and there's lots going on yeah. um, and it was just absolutely amazing 
so I'd recommend those and they've all got sort of museums and that and you do inside it is busy they're the busiest areas we went to any area where there's a Gaudi building there's people out there there's school trips there's you know all of really? that going on yeah um, with, with photos a bit like you'd get in London Buckingham Palace or something yeah around around, around Westminster yeah Big Ben <laughs> but no in the evening we went to um, so Barcelona a bit like Madrid have Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid yes Barcelona have um Barcelona and they've got Espanol and it was Espanol against Atletico yes. Madrid. One thing very different to ourselves is here we're so used to you know like no one can smoke in stadiums and all you know in public areas. Yes. Uh, one thing to I think when you go somewhere like Spain or I know it happens in France as well is although there's no smoking signs everywhere loads of people smoking and no one will tell them not to smoke. Right. So okay. culturally, I wouldn't get if you go somewhere like that. Don't so, get offended or yeah. Yeah, understand that you might you might get smoked on. And a quick tip for the football games as well. Obviously, buying buying the tickets was it off a Spanish website? Was, was there anything that helped? Yeah. So well, we just uh, you just book it through the club website. But one tip: if you're ever booking for Spanish games, it's very different to booking in uh, to um, than to English games. Mm -hmm. So in Spain, um, I don't know if I got this right, but basically there's three times they have a game. They have like a game at 5pm, 7pm and 9pm, all because you can theoretically watch every game on television. Mm -hmm. But also the game, when you book a game, it will say Wednesday, but actually it could be, they could change it to Tuesday. Right. Because of television, etc. So, so when you book it, it, don't, it, book it knowing what the alternative day is. Otherwise, you might end up. Let's say the alternative day might be the day you leave or the day you can. So yes, you, yeah, it might be the there. day you get your flight your flight out and they're playing football while you're on a plane. And then into day four. So day four, my friend is a very very keen cyclist. Yes. So he lives near the Alps and he loves cycling. So he actually went off in the morning to um, to hire a bicycle. Um, really? So like a full carbon, like proper. Um, you, you know, it's like a. Two thousand pound bicycle, which you can hire for for the day, and he hired that, and he um, planned a couple of you. Could, you there's lots of different cycling routes you can do up in the mountains, etc. Yeah, and he chose one of them, and I think the one he chose was about one hundred and forty kilometres. Right. Um. So he did that while I I, I went to a bar. Uh, <laughs> I, I went down to and visit some museums at that. Point. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, anything that you'd recommend? Anything that you you'd you'd recommend not to go to? No, so what I did, I went to some really quirky museums. I don't even remember the names of them because I didn't pick up leaflets or anything like that. And okay. the ones I went to were like four euros to get in. Really? So one of them was like in this really... And I went in for the building. It's this like, lovely building. I can't remember. It was down the uh, back alleyway somewhere. And I thought, oh, it looks gorgeous, that building. And they had this sign. It was like four euros to get in. It was actually all like nude art, which mm. I was then like, you know, walking around a very British thing. I can't... But it was, uh, it was... And then I went to a couple of other just quirky, quirky yeah. museums and just explored the city and that, well, that's one thing I would say it does have it's got so much culture you know there's so much little, little things like that going on um, you know so you, you, the different shops if you like your shopping they've got all sorts of things to do they've mm. got a, a market which is absolutely fantastic so that was that day a bit more, bit more relaxed then yeah one thing we did do on that day actually um, is so on, on that day uh, that was the evening that's one thing I'll tell you what I don't obviously you're quite a fit bloke but he did the cycling of 140 kilometres yes came back I can't sweating do. a bit yeah we went out then uh, but and he's like oh well let's go out and I'm like you know I got tired sitting down mate <laughs> uh, no that was the evening actually so again it was Barcelona v Madrid at Madrid yeah um, and we thought okay it's not it's not the game in the city, but being in Barcelona, being the biggest game in Spain, why don't we pop down to a sports bar and and watch it? You know, just within other people from from Barcelona. What I do like with uh, Spain, and it might be with a lot of places here, but you know, a lot of the time here, you only really get tabs when you're just eating. Mm. I think it's a lot more relaxed there. So you, every bar we went to, it wasn't you go up to the bar and buy a round. You literally sort of sat there. They and they didn't take yeah. your card for no. deposit or anything there. No, none of that. So it's very, it's nice. very relaxed. Um, That's a good way to do it, I think. It's, it creates more of a friendly vibe, I think, in, yeah. in, a, in a pub. If you're just getting drinks at the end, you just set up and just... Yeah. Just to have a happier vibe, I think. So there are cheaper places. Follow the students, I think. Anywhere city you oh, okay. go for if you want cheaper yeah, places, if you're, follow there. 
Yeah, if if you if you think you can handle it, <laughs> follow the students. Yeah, it's um it's something else, isn't it? So we're we're approaching. Well, we are halfway through the holiday now. Mm-hmm. Um, at this at this point, what your what your thoughts are? You just kind of just enjoying it, just. So this thoughts, uh, I've got to say, um, and my friend agrees with this, and, and my friend's done a lot more travelling than I have, but I would go back and I would recommend Barcelona to anyone. It's really? F- yeah, it's one of the... Um, I've been done New Prague's, I've been to Amsterdam, I've been to... I've not been to Rome, um, but although I'd love to go there, but it, it's absolutely... I think the vibe there, the people, it's friendly, it's not too expensive. I, I, at this point, me and him were both saying we'd recommend it to anyone. He wants... I think he's going back soon to do some more cycling as well, because there's different routes. Tell you what, hmm. this is this is probably going to be one of the first videos in this YouTube channel, so if I get 50 likes on the YouTube video... I will get a day pack ticket, flight ticket, and I'll go to Barcelona. And I'll, and I'll, for you know, a day? I'll, yeah. No, no, for like a weekend. I'll just oh, get okay, like yeah. a day pack. Um, so I won't, I won't bring luggage with me. I'll just get a day pack, see how much I can do on a budget. That, like, subscribe, hit the bell. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do that if you want to. <laughs> yeah. That'd be quite nice. Yeah. Hitting the bell sounds dodgy. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I'll do it, and I'll, I'll let you know how I go on. <laughs> but it was, for me personally, I thought it was fantastic, and I thought... I'd go in the summer. It's a summer place. I don't think it'd be what it, we experienced in the winter. Yeah. Because obviously the beaches weren't... But, you know, I, I hired... Uh, what I didn't mention, actually, is that the day where my friend went cycling, I hired a boat as well for a couple okay. of hours, and I just went... I didn't know where to go because it's a beach. This, but this went, is now yesterday again. Yeah, sorry. You were yeah, cycling. Yeah. You hired a boat and... And I just went up and down the seafront, just on the... That's kind of something big to miss out. I love that. It <laughs> was pretty cool. There's but lots think... of people out there who love bodies of water, so... Yeah, well, I, I do mean, as well. well so... So, very quickly, where did so we're, we're back on yesterday? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Where did you hire? How much did it cost? How long? Ago so that's before? Port Olympic. I hired it. Port Olympic, the place where we went okay. on that night yes. out. So the uh, Port Olympic, I hired this boat on the on the Barcelona. On Barcelona, yeah, <laughs> Barcelona. Um, <laughs> Barcelona and the boat, you had to leave. That's the thing. You had to leave a deposit of I think about one hundred and fifty. Yeah, fair. Did um, you get any of that back? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, so I, that's what you put down as a deposit, and I think it worked out about it. It wasn't cheap because this it's a motorboat. It's a small motorboat, and so there's, there's an engine and fuel in there. There's an too. engine fuel right, in there, okay, and, yeah. and it's a two person one. Although I went out by myself, but it's it's only a two person. But there's an engine fuel, um, and it was I think eighty euros for two hours. That's not bad. No, it wasn't. When you bad. think about what you're getting, yeah, and it, and it was it was. I mean, I just went up and down the seafront, but personally, I love that because you just people watch from, yeah. you know, you're seeing it from the, from the sea. And there's run. something relaxing about just having the waves yeah. underneath you. I'm like, even sea kayaking, which is a little bit more stressful when I did it. Yeah. <laughs> even then, when you, when, you stop, when you eventually stop paddling and you're just coasting along, it's just nice. Yeah. It's just nice. I can imagine that being fun. There's a reason people love just big open bodies of water. It's just, it's, it's relaxing. Yeah. So day five. So day five was actually, that's the one day I think we had a strict schedule. So day five was where we booked through Viator. I don't know if you've used it. I've seen it advertised. I've not used it myself. So it's just got um, trips for, you, you go on Viator, type in a city and it will come up with like the top trips and you can book trips through it. Uh, we booked a, it was a castle vineyard and a trip to Montserrat. Uh, and Montserrat is, is like, a, um, it's, it, well, it's, um, a monastery mm. uh, so you can actually stay at the Montserrat Monastery it's like £12 a night or €12 Euros a night and you stay it's very basic like a bed and yeah and okay I was, yeah. it's uh, yeah, like a that, lot of that, religious that's, people that's, that's cheap or normal depending on how much how much you get well I think the only people that stay there really because it is a monastery and there's like a famous school attached to it mm-hmm. which um, is they do like have a boys choir that tour all over the world so like when we were there the main choir weren't there because when you go there, the choir perform every two hours. And so we watched a choir, but we watched the like under 12s. Still very nice if you like, you know, the music and, and that. But the views from, from, um, from the monastery, because when we went on the trip, so we got on a coach, you met in the middle of Barcelona. It's all the thing to watch out for the lady in the red cap and, you know, very yeah. touring. All got on the coach. Um, our tour guide was absolutely fantastic. She was brilliant. We went to we didn't we went to the monastery first. Yeah. Um, uh, and you park and you just walk up the hill a bit. It's it's lovely. There's lots to do. There's there's shops. 
they make the monks there make their own liqueur so you can test that in the shop and uh, it's a thing lots it is a touristy thing but then we went to watch the choir my friend walked down because you can walk down and there's like a chapel on top of the hill so he did that while i watched the choir nice um because because you're uh, a bit of a bit of background you're you're you and i are a little bit musical yeah so, yeah i love my music and so um, we've got we've got that interest and that um that playability absolutely well, so yeah. if, if you don't have that then there's obviously plenty other to do no no and Sorry. it's no, no absolutely you're right there it's um that's why i went and but also the one thing that's famous for so they've got the um i think it's the, the montserrat virgin which is like this i think it's virgin mary or something it's a wooden okay. statue which you can queue wooden. either it's a wooden statue yeah. you queue up for the queue's quite big but it's really a religious thing. So you go up and I think you touch her foot or something and, okay. and it's all for, for you, you make a wish or it's for So for religious type, it's quite a nice thing. Yeah, so. and that's why... Um, to go along and see. And that's fantastic. So I bought I, I bought a couple of bottles of liqueur while I was there. Really nice. They do nice. a nice hazelnut one. It's like Bailey's, but hazelnutty. Yeah. Uh, that's lovely. So bought that. Um, then we went off to the vineyard. Lovely. So the vineyard we went to, I've forgotten the family, but basically it's... Uh, a castle, a small castle, and that's where the building is where they make all the wine. But the wine they manufacture, because it's the family that own it, are quite a famous fa- a family in, in uh, the, uh, Catalonia. They're like one of the big families. And so they only produce the wine for their own hotels they own and for parties. Nice. So they actually, for example... Um, so it's quite rare wine you had then? Yes, yes. I, I wish I bought a bottle. I'll take a photo because I've got one bottle left I bought with me because I bought oh, quite nice. a few bottles. Oh, we could have had it tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish I think it. I've only just thought of that. But um, the wine was absolutely lovely. The only places you can buy, you can't buy online, you can't buy in stores. Not that you might be able to now. I've looked recently and I think it's quite expensive if you want to buy it that way as well. Um, but it was so we went to the vineyard you walk through the vineyard watch how a bit of the wine's made then you walk around then you do a tour um inside the building where uh you do a wine tasting you know, three red three white you have a meal beforehand and the lady talks about the, the wine and then you've got an opportunity to purchase any wine mm-hmm. obviously on a trip like that you, you will get that opportunity. obviously uh the tourists we were with actually were mostly canadian and american so because they can only bring so much alcohol back, they mm-hmm. were a lot of the people from, I, th- I find a lot of tourists from Canada and America who come to Britain are usually uh, on a little tour. They're not usually for specific den- destinations. So a lot of those were going to Scotland as well. And what they really want, wanted to bring back was scotch. Uh, so that's what they yeah. told us when I said, aren't you going to buy a bottle? And they said, we're only allowed to bring a certain amount of alcohol back and we're waiting for the really nice bottle of scotch. Nice. But I, of course, I bought about seven bottles of wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, and, and we also bought some beer made there as well. They do this beer that me and my friend only oh, nice. drink back at the hotel. Yeah. But that was absolutely lovely. And I, forgot, I think we paid, it wasn't, it was about £70 each. Okay. Roughly just, yeah, about 50 odd euros at the time or six, 60 euros. And it sounds like that. it's not expensive because what you got is you got lunch, you got a meal. Yeah. Um, the, the tasting for the liqueurs is actually free anyway. Oh, nice. Um you got all your travel covered and then you got cheese etc with your three white and three red so that's a, that's a whole day whole day that's actually not bad because yeah. because if you put it this way if you were at a meal and uh, and you said you'd get the tab and it came to 70 euros you wouldn't think anything of it and you just had what two or three hours maybe laughing maybe awkward meal with uh, friends and family yeah. and 70 euros is is you consider that quite well priced yeah so to get that much bang for your buck um or bang for your euro <laughs> um then that's, uh, that's not bad, actually. No, and, and it's a full day. And I always think holidays, uh, if you go on a, a longer holiday where you have got a bit of downtime, mm-hmm. doing something like that, you've got to have something to talk about. <laughs> so I always find doing stuff like that is in, then in the evening or even the next day, you've got various stories to talk about. And I always recommend, recommend uh, like a vineyard tour, even if you're not necessarily in your work, because what you usually learn about, especially in places like France or, um, you know, uh, uh, Italy or you learn so much because so much of their culture is to do with wine yes. you yeah. tend to learn so much it's about not just that. an alcohol lesson no, no it's got a cultural so. lesson yeah um, absolutely but so that was definitely one of the massive recommends you're uh, watching us on video again the the camera's now recording again so nice, nice. <laughs> so we've just um, we talked about sailing we talked about going to the uh, the monasteries we talked about the vineyard yeah so what's next on the itinerary 
so next was another, again, there's so much Gaudi stuff. So there's Park Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure if I pronounce these right. Do okay. apologise. But Park Wow was like a park um, that Gaudi built. Now, the park was actually, which was very interesting, it was a development. So the idea was they build this park and then have these houses for millionaires and like Gaudi built restaurant, uh, uh, Gaudi built houses that these millionaires would then purchase and then live on this park. Jeez. Um, now it never turned out that way. I don't know why, I've forgotten the reason why, but basically the only house to ever be finished was the one, this one, which was a show home and Gaudi himself, when he got older, ended up living there. Um, while, um, uh, Sagrad Familia, which is the massive, you know, in Barcelona, that massive church. Yes, slightly recall it. I'm not completely familiar with it. But though. that's that's where put some pictures of that because that's amazing. We've got some photos. But basically, while that was being built, because um, that took hundreds of years anyway. But while that was being built, um, Gaudi lived in this park. But the park, so most of the park, you don't have to pay to go in. It's just normal park. It's lovely. We walked up and it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, we then actually paid to go in because that's a separate thing. You pay to go in the house okay. where he lived. Okay. Uh, How much did that cost roughly? It was like seven euros. It was really, it was, okay. it was really, you know, nothing. Um, so if you're into your culture, quite, quite a bargain, really. Absolutely, because most people go there, and the only place they visit, which we did visit after we went to the house, is is the um, the crypt. Now yeah. the crypt is where, because most of the park, normal park. But then there's a bit where the bridge is, you walk over it in the non-paid bit, but to actually see inside all very typical Gaudi art architecture and that bit you have to pay to go in. Yes. And that's got like the park entrance, which are these like two buildings and then the, the gate over it. Uh, so that bit you paid, but we paid after that. But the house was very interesting because that's where we learned that when Gaudi got older, I mean, he was, had no money. Mm. Um, all these buildings were yeah, being built. Yeah, to the best of us. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, all these buildings were sort of being built from his designs, but I don't think he ever... But he got looked at... He got um, nuns looked after him while he okay. was in this place um, in his last years. But... And actually, while the uh, Sagrid Familia was being built and he was sort of doing the architecture for it, he used to walk there and back every day. Mm-hmm. And what, um, but it was... The house was really interesting. It was kept like... It, when he lived in it so it's kept nice. in home which is interesting and it's so as as close to as close the, to the, keeping it authentic yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and he said to me that people say how great the Taj Mahal and the Taj Mahal is he said he thought this was more impressive wow really? and I think that's that goes to say show, show something wow um, he said that he found um the uh, Sagrada Familia was far more I'm sure comments below how I'm saying that wrong but, but <laughs> wow and to me, like, I was there, and I, it was one of the few buildings I've been to where I was in absolute awe because everything, there's so much carving, you're just, your eyes are just like this. There's a new thing to see everywhere you go. Um, and it was, like I said, it's not been finished. It's still not finished today. So it's, it's amazing. But um, that is one thing I've had people say to me um, uh, recently, actually, who went to Barcelona, and they said, oh, we were told not to bother going there, not to bother going inside. Right, hundred percent. Go inside. If really? You go to Barcelona. Yeah, everyone's like okay. people like because inside it's very different, and they even have you go down the certain bits and they've got like um, uh, a model of the of the building as well. That's not so interesting, but um, I've shown you one picture there. But the inside was just incredible. So definitely, definitely, definitely take a stroll inside. inside. Yeah. Pay pay the fee. Yeah, I imagine there's a. It's about it's more expensive. It's about twenty euros, I think. Oh, okay, but worth it. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Especially if that's manager if you're from the UK or US, we don't have anything too similar to it looking at the pictures. No. Uh, maybe, I don't know, Salisbury Cathedral, that, that sort of place that has more of a Hogwarts vibe. This is more of a grand, grand vibe. But it's just, it's designed to be, it's just, it's, it's incredible. And mm. we spend the day during that. Um, and like I said, recommend it. So the stadium tour that we did on the... Uh, the, the next day, sorry, the stadium tour, which we did on the, the day after the game, because that was the, we didn't do the stadium tour on the game, we just, yeah, yeah, you, you said that they closed. So that was game. that day finished. So the next day, that's when we did a stadium tour. Yep. Stadium tour, I'd recommend. Now, for people that have done, I actually know people like Tom, my friend I went with, and also my dad's got a mate who do take, like, 
everywhere they go, they do stadium tours. They love a stadium tour. They love football. They love the stadium. Love, love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really... So the only stadium tours I've ever done is Old Trafford, uh, Carroll Road. Um, this is the day after Nor- Norwich City just smashed Man City 3-2. So celebration <laughs> for the Norfolk crew. Um, but then, and, uh, and the Carroll Road. I've never done any other stadium tour. Um, and I did this one, and it's very impressive... Uh, what I would say is, is no, like, you have to be a football fan. I think with, personally, with Old Trafford, because there's so much history, it's an older stadium. It goes back years and years and years. I thought there was a lot, and the tour was much more based on that. Yeah. I think the Barcelona one, it, it was all football, all football. There, was, yeah. I, there wasn't much about, I didn't feel like much about the history. Yeah, no, because football affects culture all over the world, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's plenty to talk about. Uh, as far as people but you felt it was just football I think if you're a football fan definitely but if you're not a football fan I wouldn't whereas like Old Trafford I'd say go go anyway um, it was a bit of a history lesson wasn't it? Yeah, yeah yeah and although Barcelona fans I'm sure I'll argue there's a history lesson there Steam, but it's a, it's a newer stadium it's a, um, my friend who and this is going to upset the Barcelona fans but my friend who lived in Madrid a couple of years ago, he did say Real Madrid stadiums a lot more impressive. Right. So okay. he said, yeah, he, he wasn't that impressed. If by you it. disagree, leave a comment below. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, it's over my head. But that's what he <laughs> I'm said. I'm sure both look great. <laughs> but no, and that's where that was sort of our last um, full day because the next day we were flying home. But the last full day, we sort of chilled out. And we did the tour. We um, at the stadium, which was very good, and then. Yeah, sort of, again, went home. I think we went to the side of bar we'd been to before. Um, and that's where I'd be, and I guess it's a holiday in general. I don't know how you found on long holidays, but we went to that side of bar about three times. Now, right. sometimes I always say you should try and explore the most. But then if you like somewhere, it's difficult. Like, in your town, there'll be bar, you know, you're going to be um, doing a podcast, I think, with a friend, a mutual friend of ours, in a pub we all like. Yes, yeah. And... Um, and you go Tenerife to the... and Australia and Southeast Asia, three different videos. So I'll, three I'll, videos coming. I'll, I'll, <laughs> but, um, I'll edit put the links links below if um, um if I remember to edit this video. So. Absolutely, but um, and it's you go there often, but that sometimes that can be more enjoyable having somewhere yeah. you recognise because you know what it's going to be like. But if you're, I suppose the difference is if you in your hometown you're there all the time. Yeah. When you're away, you want to kind of seize the opportunity. But if a place is good and it's good pricing. I mean, I suppose it's perspective, isn't it? Are, are you are you going away to explore the pubs of Barcelona? Yeah, that's. Or the... are you going away and once you found a good place, that can just be your your your, your Ford operating base, and then you can absolutely. And that's why we're in the evening to unwind, like you were saying. We so far, to... you've not gone somewhere twice. So to have a side place to go back to would yeah. surely create a nice. And that's what it did do. You. you knew what food they served, so you knew their stuff on the menu you like. You knew um, mm-hmm. which that's something we haven't talked about actually is is the food. Yeah, we haven't spoken about food uh, an awful amount, have we? Um, there's no. no pictures to to show, but sort of give us a quick a quick overview on the food of Barcelona. So the overview, depending, I think there's something for everyone. I had a strict rule. It's the only holiday I've ever had this rule. Probably the last holiday I'll ever have this rule. Avocado. No, I had a rule <laughs> that I'd only look at the Spanish menu, okay. and I'd just choose. Okay, and choose, well, that's choose not a random bad thing, rule. Hoping it would how did be... it go? So before we go into the food, how did your Spanish roulette game <laughs> it, work? It, sometimes really positive, other times not so positive. So I always remember there's this one breakfast me and my friend had. I'm a big guy, my friends are similar build to you. We were at this breakfast, he ordered, he looked at the English menu and ordered some eggs on toast, etc. Right? Okay. I ordered something and the bloke looked at me and said, do you not want more? I thought he was referring to my size and being a bit cheeky. So I was like, no, no, I don't want more. What are you doing? <laughs> and on my plate, a plate this big turned up with one dough ball. I think there was like two or three dough balls. You know, like the dough, pizza dough balls yeah. you get for breakfast? No. That, that was on the breakfast <laughs> menu, but there was like three dough balls and then that's it. Like there was, there was no... So that's the last time you play. No, no, we played. I played it the whole holiday. I kept this rule. The other time, moving was... forward, is the is the last time you play country country food roulette. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Try local food. I'd always say try always. local food, but always you can have steak and chips and your local Weatherspoons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like the other time that, that it really went wrong was um, outside by the Barcelona Stadium. We saw a tapas restaurant. Okay. 
And I thought, oh, let's go there, some tapas. Everyone loves tapas. Um, and I ordered this thing, and it turned out to be rabbit ribs. But, and they're covered, literally caked in salt, they're almost like coated in it. And they're that big, they've got hardly any meat, and you have like 25 of them. So there's all these little things, and Jeez. they weren't nice. But, um, but what I would say, if you go to Barcelona Seafood, it's by the beach, it's yeah. fresh food, have some um, seafood, it's absolutely paella. Um, beautiful. Paella. Yeah. <laughs> paella. Paella. I watched a video on Facebook recently, he does a, he does a song, and one of the things he said, he corrects people to paella, not paella. Oh, I think you sent me that link. Um, but no, certainly the food over there was absolutely gorgeous. So try Spanish food, um, try ordering the Spanish menu, but no matter what builds you are, if they ask if you want more, take it seriously, yeah, yeah. don't take it as a joke. <laughs> You'll always get bad experiences. The worst experience we got is we went somewhere quite posh, we couldn't find anywhere, and then we saw this restaurant and thought, oh, go there. And I paid 35 euros for a single dish, and it was like oh. pork um, pork medallions with like a truffle sauce. Worst dish we had all week, all week. So sometimes you go for these expensive places, and you actually end up, it's a worse dish than, than you go into a normal price. A little bit of a bonus fact for you and, and the, uh, the watchers slash listeners um, is if you go to Disney World in Florida, mm-hmm. Um, and you go to Boardwalk, same thing. There is a restaurant that we just, just went into. Um, thought it was kind of cool that they had everything up there. Sat down at the dinner table, looked at the menu, and it was about 45 to $50 per meal. Hmm. And we looked at Pete, uh, my mum uh, was part at the time, and he just went, yeah, go on. <laughs> so like, we, we all got a meal each, but it cost a lot of money for something where, you know, if you just pitch a restaurant a bit better, then... Um, yeah, and it's not always any better than a lot of their, their places. Is they're trying to pick up the people that want to go fine dining. But actually, if you yeah. just went to a local restaurant, yeah. Uh, but any tip, a uh, tip for a lot of people when they go to abroad. I don't know if you found this, but a lot of places. I know in France they do it, Portugal, Spain. I don't know about Italy, but it's the they, the the meal of the day, like at lunchtime. Yeah, a lot of places do a set lunch meal, don't they? In, in yes. Spain, you can save a lot of money. Doing yeah, that. yeah. So. If you if you're happy to not have the really fancy thing you've been eyeing up on the yeah. menu then you could save a lot of money having that set menu. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, moving from food into the last day now. That's the day when we decided to go um, to Las Ramblas, which is like the street with everything going on and there's a marketplace yeah. and a very touristy and, and I think the year after we went was where the Barcelona tragedy unfortunately happened, but, but it yeah. was, it, it's not like... Um, it was it was beautiful and again it was very touristy that was the most tour- i know i said i spoke about when you went to see the gaudi buildings etc but there's a big famous market there as well and so if you want your goods it's a brilliant place to go hustle bustle typical holiday destination i mm. think that's where we felt like i'm glad i went there on the last well i don't know i think if i went there again i'd probably get that first day yeah then okay. you go and uh, you know that's your sort of get out of the way with get the yeah, but um, yeah. that was lovely music, live music there. It was, it was beautiful, good. yeah. So that was... Uh, live music's always good. I mean... Well, like we mentioned earlier, uh, we're both into our music. Oh, yeah, well, we... And I, think I suppose we, in some ways it's nice to finish the holiday with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just, and it was a chill day with a bit of walking. We didn't, we didn't do much that day, so that's why there's not really much to talk about. Because we didn't do much. We just sort of walked around, had chat... Had lots of stops for coffees, a beer here, there, beer, beer there. So at this point, based on your research, you've done, you've done everything you wanted to do in yeah. in Barcelona. You've explored. You feel like you've seen the city, and it's just an extra day there, which which you know you can choose to take or not. Just an extra day, just to review, debrief. Just to absolutely to unwind. One thing I I would say about Barcelona, actually, you always hear this. I had somebody say this to me the other day. It's about pickpocketers. Right, okay. I don't know if you've heard of this in Barcelona. Uh, I just cities in general, the only place I've really had a proper warning for it was Naples, but that'll be another video. But... Oh, okay, because I've heard, um, and it is, uh, when you read articles on it, that Barcelona apparently is the worst place in the world for pickpocketing. No, really? And I've read that before, and I don't, I don't know if in the world, but it's certainly notorious for pickpocketing. But what I found is, I mean, everywhere I go like that, I'm always one for having my sort of hand on my yeah. wallet. I think that the fact is, you know, a lot of the time, if any holidays, I'm sure you'll do this, it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true, usually. Yes. Um, you know, someone's trying to sell you beer on the street. Yeah. Just, yeah, it might... Why do you want to walk around with a beer in your can of, you know, cheap beer in your hand anyway? Just go for a bar, you know, a nice bar and, and chill out. It might cost you a bit more, but... 
Don't drink beers on the street. That's for your local town. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do another video on, on avoiding being scammed and pickpocketing, pickpocketing and the things you can do. I, I think it's just being, in your video, when you talk about pickpocketing and stuff in general, mm. it's just being cautious. I think yeah. anywhere like that, anywhere with tourists, are going to be the worst areas. In London, the worst areas of pickpocketing well, are going to be the tourist areas. The, the, I mean, the first thing to do is, I mean, it's, it's like, when it comes to crime and that sort of thing, with self-defense, for instance, yeah. it's, it's self the best self-defense isn't this kung fu technique you've learned of a, right. of a hit to the head and two to the body. It isn't this best block. It isn't, isn't this wonderful little dancing kick you can kick a knife out of someone's hand. The best self-defense is to avoid the situation in the first place, if you can. But it's the same thing with pickpocketing. Yeah. Check your pockets. Make sure you've got your passport in the front, front pocket of your backpack. You know, Never if you're a bit nervous, wear it on your front. Yeah. And like myself, I have read, um, you, you did a degree in criminology. Now, I, you're, you're tall yourself, but I'm six foot three and nearly six foot three wide. But um, there's certain <laughs> quite, types right? of people they go for as well. They won't go for someone, they won't try and scam someone usually they think is going to be confrontational with them. They try and avoid that and try and pick on friendlier people. But yeah, no, I just thought I'd mention, because I've heard bad press about it, but yeah. my personal experience is, because is, everyone when I told, well, not everyone, but a lot of people when I said I was going to Barcelona, watch out for pickpocketers, watch out for pickpocketers. And I just, I did not experience that. I mean, we took the tube a lot of the time. Yep. And again, you just, you know, put a hand on your wallet, making sure. But I, I, I lived in London and, and yeah. you do the same thing there, so. Yeah, uh, and London can be quite bad, but uh, I think, again, they're targeting the tourists. Yeah. So as, yeah. as a local, you don't really get that, get that problem. No, so. absolutely. Yeah. Good. Oh, so, um, coming to the end of it, so you've been to Barcelona for a week. You've done the trip. Yeah. Is, having done it, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Is that anything you would have changed is there anything you would do differently is there anything you wish you'd known um or on the positive side of that is there anything you you did and thought geez you know really glad i did it that way not the other way so i think the hotel as good as it was and although we were only a couple of hundred meters from the beach yeah where we weren't in a tourist area at all it meant that the area wasn't the area was fine but there wasn't much to do you always had to, so the walk back, for example, from the tourist areas was, you know, it took us an hour to walk back every day okay. in the evening. Um, rather than catch late trains and buses, we, we used to walk back via the beach. It was lovely because yeah, you had this pleasant. Buzzing. But I would have preferred if you do do a hotel near the beach, you can do that. But further along, nearer the, the main part, because then you get a lot more. I know a lot of these hotels, I wish... Um, we looked at a couple of them, but in the town, there's quite a few ones with hotel pools and bars on, yeah. on the roof, rooftop bars. Good. I'd probably stay at one of those. Okay. If I went again with a rooftop bar and... Um, nice. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so I just think, chosen, the, chosen the accommodation a bit better. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, it was cheap enough and it was four star and it was, it was fine, but um, it was lovely for the hotel, but the hotel didn't have much in a way for holiday makers. Yeah. It was very business. Okay. So, the most beautiful spot? The most beautiful spot was 100%. Oh, I say 100%. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. So, um, uh, the, the Familia, the, the big church, yes. the most beautiful building. And inside, it was absolutely. That was the moment. When I actually think of the most beautiful spot, the, yes, definitely that. Because when we were in here, you're absolutely. It's such a cheesy phrase, but your breath was absolutely taken away. It was just. This is amazing. And that's what me and my friend both felt. Now, Montserrat, when we were up in the mountains, that yeah. was lovely. When you saw the mountains and stuff. But there's so many places that you can sort of get that. You know, when you go to the Alps. Yeah, or... I suppose yeah, the mountain landscape doesn't ever become repetitive. But I think the, the edge. Yeah, yeah. Unless something is phenomenal. The edge just gets taken away. But I suppose there's nothing that looks like the... the, the... Familiar. No, and that's, that's, that, that's the thing where it was very much like, well, this is, uh, you know, this, this is uh, Sagrada Familia was inside. It was just nothing I'd seen before. Um, we went there and, for example, uh, there's, so the bit you're in, when you're inside, there's actually like a chapel below yeah. where people actually go to pray in that. Yes. And there's a section where you don't have to pray. You don't have to be religious to go to, but there's a pray section where you can look. There's like a glass bit where you look down into the chapel and where you see the people praying and singing. Now, you don't have to be religious to go to that bit. There are lots okay. of people religious go to that bit who are there praying while well, looking good, at the chapel. 
I'm not at all religious and <laughs> and I love I love church architecture. Yeah. So that's uh, good to know. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely. So we, I'm not religious at all, but but we went to that bit and you just have to it is complete silence. So families yeah. respect the people who are religious, yeah, 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 absolutely. And there's no talking allowed whatsoever, no photography, so you can't take a photo of the underground chapel or anything like that. Okay. Because yeah. But but and it was it was just breathtaking. I mean it was breathtaking and I've never I don't think I've ever had a building do that to me. Really? Like, it was so different and so when you wow. looked up at it, it was it was just incredible. Like I said, fifty likes or more, and and your shoot off. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I have no idea if that's audacious or not. Fifty likes on this YouTube video, and I will um, on my nearest decent to go to Barcelona free weekend. I will book a a cheap flight, bring a day pack, no luggage, and I'll I'll check out Barcelona and I'll vlog it. So yeah, but yeah, that was that. Yeah. Last question. Mm-hmm. And this hopefully isn't, but I would at this point I would be surprised um, at the answer. Um, the most interesting spot. Where is the most interesting spot? Not just beautiful. Where you feel like you you learnt a lot, or it, you really felt like you got a feel for the culture. Um, the most interesting spot was the Montserrat tour we went on, but yeah. not not even the the the, the Montserrat the the chapel or, or, or monastery. It was the wine tour we went on. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is different. I think it's probably changing now, name now. But the the castle wine tour we went on that was the most interesting because you had someone talking about the different families and you learn that as in Catalan, which obviously recently there's been some history because Catalan obviously tried to break away from Spain. Um, yeah, I definitely think that tour and you learn about these certain Catalan families and traditions and I I thought that was very interesting. Um, Yeah, that was the most interesting bit. That's the thing where you're really, you're not like, you're not relaxed, you're really engaged though. You know, you're listening to them and um, fascinated and and learning away. Yeah. yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Brilliant. So overall, fantastic trip. Overall, fantastic. Would 100% recommend. Um, yeah, same think, itinerary or less? Uh, we did so much because me and him are both sort of football people. We, I think if you were going, if you were going with a missus um, or the family or, or the You'd partner. You'd do a bit more for the architecture and the culture maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or more, beach. Or beach, yeah. We're, we're English. <laughs> we, yeah. we love a good beach to wear a football shirt on and just sunbathe all day, right? So. Absolutely, the sea's warmer. Uh, yeah. So I think you'd go over and do more beach, less... Um, I think the football is still... There is a zoo in Barcelona as well, so they've got... I've heard people do the zoo, um, yeah. but, you know, I don't think it's the best zoo in the world, I've heard, but, but I, I've, you know, it's... I think I wouldn't personally change if I were... If I went back again, I'd do it differently, because mm. I wouldn't be going back for football, for example. I'd be going and do more of the, more of the town, and, and I think I'd explore more museums and stuff, personally, yeah. Perfect. Listen, thank you very much for coming on and talking about your trip to Barcelona. That's all right. Cheers. Thank you. Perfect. So I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed listening to Anthony about his journeys in Barcelona. Just the one last thing to mention, I've created an email address that is btmtravelpod at gmail.com. That's btmtravelpod at gmail.com. And you can get me any questions or if you'd like to come on the show, send an email over there and we can can go from there but otherwise thank you very much and I'll see you in the next one